How do you explain to your family and your kids and your spouses why you have to work so much as you build your business? Hi, welcome to a really familiar conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I think a lot of budding business owners have found themselves here. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out more about me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's conversation is an important one. How do we set our families up for success in understanding our business? When they see us working all the time, particularly little kids who may not understand that you're home but mommy needs to work and daddy needs to work when they just see you as their playmate and their you know 24-hour need responders um how do you have the hard conversation with kids and let them know what you're doing and why it's important and how do you help your spouse who may not be in your business or understand the way business building works understand how you're spending your time when the dollars don't always add up these are the things that can make business owners feel really small, really insecure. Mama guilt can take over, daddy guilt can take over, but it can also make us feel largely ineffective and sort of having us tapping on our businesses saying, is this thing on? So let's dive into today's listener question and I'll find you on the other side and we'll unpack that conversation. Heather, how do you explain to your kids about why you were building a business when all they see is that you quit your job when you had lots of money and seemingly more time for them in order to barely make any money and seem to work all the time? When you're in those early stages, when you really need to grind it for a bit and the income isn't flowing yet, it's hard for kids to understand this that this is what it looks like to work for something. This is what it looks like when it's hard. But then there's an end goal and there's a better, happier life on the other side. Wondering how you have that conversation. Okay, so first of all, um, my dad was a business owner um, and I watched him build, um, I think, three businesses in the time that I was a kid. And I never knew what the finances were. Um, I never knew uh, he had one business that went bankrupt and I never found out that it went bankrupt until like years and years later. Um, so the story about um, not a lot of money and you used to make a lot of money, that's an adult story. That's not the kid's story. Um, and so one of the things that that question kind of pings for me and points out to me as I start to unpack this a little bit for you is that you very well might be projecting your own story <laughs> onto your kids. Like, sure, your kids might be bugging you for like, why are you in the office again? And why are you still on the computer? And why can't you spend time with me? But that whole money story, I used to be more available. I used to bring more money home. That is your own story about yourself. And you want to make gosh darn sure you're not putting that one on your kids. Because first of all, it's too heavy for the kids to hold and you're giving them way too much credit. They just want to know why you can't play with them. And they want to know why you're working. And you can answer that question very specifically, very directly, and without a whole lot of drama to say that you're working on something that's really important to you and because it's important to you, you're hoping that they'll understand and let it be important to them too. I think that there's a lot to be said for transparent communication and telling people. And again, we have to tell people what we want them to think. And then what we're talking to kids, we have to use kid speak. So we have to use kid analogies and kid way of understanding things. But it's okay to say, I know you don't understand why I'm doing this, but it's really important to me. So I'm hoping that simply because it's important to me, it'll be important to 
to you too. But the other thing that I find with kids is they can't just keep hearing no all the time. So no, mommy can't play right now. No, daddy can't come to this soccer game. No, daddy can't do this. No, mommy can't do that. And the same thing with our friends and our spouses, by the way, because I just want to, for the sake of this conversation, want to remind everybody, because hello, former shrink here, we're all just grown-up kids. So the things that kids need adults need as well. So people can't just keep hearing, no, I can't, but when can you? Or what's the alternative option? Because kids can't just hear, no, I can't do that puzzle with you. No, I can't watch that movie with you. No, no, no. But you can say, I can't do that right now, but let's make time for an extra bedtime story at bedtime. We can't do that today, but how about on the weekend? We spend an extra hour and we spend, you know, we have a date together and we do that then. That when kids are told not now, but they know when, first of all, it's a good childhood skill to have because they learn how to delay gratification, but it also lets them know that their needs are going to get met. They just might not always get met in the moment that they need them. So helping kids understand that you have a daydream and you are taking steps to make that daydream true and you include them in part of the daydream and you tell them, you know what, one day I want to be able to work only when you go to school so that as soon as you come home, I'm available for you and I can do all these things and I can take you to soccer practice because, you know, when mommy had that last job, she couldn't do all those things and her schedule wasn't her own because her boss decided when she could work. And sometimes that meant I could go to your soccer game, but sometimes it meant I couldn't go to your soccer game. My daydream includes a life for our family that anytime I want to go to a soccer game, I can. But because I want that so very, very badly, I have to work on this right now. So often these questions come to me and they're they're coming to me from an angle of how do I defend myself? How do I explain myself? And it comes from this defensive place. I really encourage business owners and dream seekers to look at this as a way of just recognizing that you have to get somebody in your head. And when you are, you know, sort of saying no to a puzzle with your kid, when you're saying um, no to, you know, an extra five minutes here or an early five minutes, and it's there, you're not saying to yourself, because that's part of my dream right now. Like, I always want to be able to miss out on puzzle time with my kids. I never want to be able to do that. What you're telling yourself is I'm sacrificing that time now so I can have something better later. That's what's happening for you. You just have to share that process with your kids so that they understand it. And then when you finish your task, so if, you know, for example, um, if I, I don't still write blogs anymore, but if I were a blog writer, like I might like write my three paragraphs and even if kids can't read, show them on the screen what I just did and how it's going to help and who it's going to help and watch me hit send and oh my gosh, like magic, it's on the website and just include kids in it. I think a lot of times we, we keep, we keep this all separate from children and we protect them from it. Um, but then in the same breath, but then project that like they're feeling the lack of money on 
on to them. So we, we just want to be open and show them and encourage them and teach them. Because when we tell them what we want them to think, they can understand. They may still disagree. They may always want you in the backyard playing catch with them, but you can at least say, hey, while you guys figure out how to play catch by yourselves, this is what mommy worked on. This is what I've been doing. And this is how it's going to help somebody. And when you teach them and you show them, they have a more well-rounded story. Again, the same conversation is just as true for your spouses and your family members and girlfriends who are wondering where you've been and how you're spending your time. If you include them in the conversation, you explain to them, I have a life where like as soon as a friend calls, regardless of time of day, I can just show up. I want a life when I can go on vacation with you whenever we want. Like you explain the whole picture, not just the business, because I think so often the business makes us defensive. So then we go, well, this is really important to me and I really want this. And I think I, and it's I, 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 and that's all our people here. So what we need to do is remind ourselves that when we built this dream, it wasn't just a story of us. It wasn't just a story of individual success. It was for a more well-rounded life. And so we have to keep the people we live with in that picture and in that conversation. And the only way we're going to successfully do that is if we don't get defensive about it. If we don't feel like we have to defend our idea or why we want it, simply wanting it, having it be important to us is reason enough to make it happen. So I would have the conversation really transparently. I would include them in the good and the bad. I would show them when mommy had a bad day and she tried three different things and three different things didn't work out. And then I would show how mommy had a good day and the three things that worked awesome and all the ways that like things are getting better and look at me, I'm available for this. And isn't it so nice that I get to be here for that and have the whole conversation and have, you know, and then the other thing I would do lastly, um, I wish I had said this earlier, I did this a little bit out of order, but I think sometimes when we're feeling defensive about the lack of success or the fact that we're in the building stages of our business, so there's not a lot to to physically visibly see. We assume all these stories onto our people. So we assume our spouse must be thinking this and we assume our kids must be thinking that. So one of the things that I like to do to eliminate all of that is to have you ask your people what their questions are. What don't you understand? What have you been wondering about? What has been curious? Because sometimes we assume that like they see us doing all of this and they're mad about all of it when all they really want to know is why did you have to check your phone after dinner? Because then all you have to do is answer why in that particular moment you had to check your phone after dinner um, rather than defending the whole entire picture. So I like to encourage people to have that honest conversation and be transparent, but also be curious. So ask what isn't understood. Ask what the specific questions are. Get curious about how they're perceiving it, how they're understanding it. So then you can answer it very matter-of-factly, very directly, openly, and honestly, and then they'll sense that. Um, and this goes for spouses, partners, kids alike, and friends, like, and family members, they will sense that. And they that will build trust and understanding, even if they disagree, because let's face it, this dream building thing isn't for everyone, and not everyone's going to get it. But if you have that conversation, and you're just open to it, you can usually get to a place of mutual understanding. And kids are pretty resilient. So they're going to bounce back just fine. But mommy needs to give herself permission to bounce 
comes back to. Uh, thanks so much for sharing such a vulnerable question. I think that these are like really hard talks. I'm also going to include a link to a couple of things. I do think I have an old blog article on how to explain to friends and family why you have to work so much. And I also have another episode um, from several months back on reducing mommy guilt. So if I can find that episode, I'm going to put both of those in the show notes. Thanks so much for reaching out to me, t- to me today. Let me start that one over. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.